you might be an expert at something somebody's expert at storytelling somebody's an expert at film production somebody's an expert at social media strategy or economics biomechanical engineering or anything you can be advisors you can be mentors to people who are already trying to make that social change i usually say to people in your own personal life be an innovator but for others be the motivator and then together you won't know what the ripple effect will come out at the end of the day what's something you're good at something you absolutely enjoy that you think you know what this would be infinitely better if i shared it with another person what if that thing were your sight like literally the fact that you can see and enjoy everything around you with clarity and without obstruction it's something you probably take for granted but others could only dream of This is the story of Anirudh Kool, founder of Seeing AI and former head of AI and research at Ira. This is Camille and this is Maverick and this is Sincerely Human, a podcast that tells stories of kindness in action. from the lens of today's most inspiring humans. I grew up in India. Was always fascinated with computers after I got a DOS computer, started making games and you know got more interested in what can we do with it growing up as every kid does and got into programming. Anirudh earned his undergraduate degree in Canada and his master's at Carnegie Mellon. From there, he started working on projects that involve artificial intelligence or AI. AI makes it possible for machines to learn from experience and perform human-like tasks. These can include identifying images and recognizing words. Basically, for the last I would say about 13 years I have been looking into machine learning and what eventually is now called artificial intelligence. and how can you build anything which has basically three principles one is that it is cool secondly it has some sort of emerging technology and thirdly it has a insane user value for the end user and things that fit in these three rubrics are actually universally usable by the community you are building it for and irud worked at a couple of companies you might have heard of first yahoo then microsoft While working at Microsoft as a data scientist, he had the chance to solve a problem that impacts millions of people all around the world. For a week, the CEO gives all employees total creative control on go do whatever you want, I'll pay your salary and go build whatever things that you are dreaming and just build them out. And it's called a hackathon. Typically, at the end of a hackathon, you build a new software program or improve upon an old one. Now, Imagine a company as big as Microsoft, where thousands of brilliant coders and programmers are given the liberty to build any kind of software they want. Imagine what they could come up with. So I'm one of those people who got the opportunity and I would basically start building teams, get them together to try to see what is a problem that we can solve. When you get motivated with some problem, you really 
find the customer who would be valuable for and then if you get motivated you keep going after the hackathon so me and my teams would be fascinated with problems build them and release them and one of them ended up becoming the most used technology by the blind community after the iPhone This technology that Anirudh built is called Seeing AI. Seeing AI is an intelligent camera app designed for the blind and low vision community. So think about turning the visual world into an audible experience. You just hold up your phone and hear a voice describe the world around you. People, objects, and color, for example. It can recognize and locate the faces of people you're with, as well as facial characteristics, approximate age, and emotion. For Anirudh, seeing AI was only the beginning. He worked on other projects that aimed to make the world more accessible for those who need it. Another example is something that was built in literally two days was uh, how can we help improve speech recognition so that people with motor impairments can type faster with a slightly better accuracy so they can type document just by speaking it out. Built in two days, which eventually led to you know us continuing to work in the evenings weekends till it became big we thought if we get 30 users that would be amazing eventually we got 1500 users we released it out through a channel at microsoft called garage which is like a way to get more hacker projects out the software got 50000 users journalists started typing their articles with that saying i wrote this article with this that's how we got the publicity eventually in its evolved form is shipped in microsoft office and windows and that's like a billion user reach so that's the power of hackathons of this innovation culture that can get you to innovate and get things out as long as you are really thinking about the user at the end of the day i think you'll be motivated to build something interesting as an innovator and you root attended industry events It was in these conferences when he kept encountering a small ambitious team from a startup called Ira. Ira is a mobile app for the blind and those with low vision. But more on that later. Anirudh thought Ira's technology was impressive, but his aha moment came when he got lost at a large international airport. To find his way around, he decided to give the Ira app a try in a real-world scenario. He jumped on the app and was instantly connected to a human agent named Emily. So according to the sign, you need to take a left here. Emily helped Anirudh navigate through this giant maze with ease and even spotted his bag as it was coming over the conveyor belt. Anirudh knew what the technology was capable of, but using it firsthand made him a believer. In August 2018, Anirudh left Microsoft. and joined Ira as its head of AI and research. Ira is on a mission to provide visual assistance to the blind and low vision community. So, in the blind and low vision community, we think that it's the lack of sight which leads to lack of opportunities. So, 60% of the students going to universities end up dropping out before graduation. Similarly that would obviously lead to 70% unemployment rate and underemployment rate. I mean these are like horrible statistics that should be solved. And technology has the power to empower people to do even more, be more independent. Ira is a mobile app where users simply press a button to get connected to a trained professional agent. This remote agent describes your surroundings by watching a live video feed from your smartphone camera. 
According to Anirudh, Aira can be used for any task, no matter how big or small. People use it from the ordinary to the extraordinary, all the way from someone calling in and saying, hey, could you help me with my resume formatting? Then applying for that job on an inaccessible website to then navigating to that interview location, all the way to blind window shoppers, blind photographers who are publishing in newspapers, blind painters, blind IKEA assemblers, people, you know, escaping out of hurricanes. We recently even had a blind driver. And the most fascinating thing is, you know, I'm giving you these examples where people are these oxymorons. We recently just, like last week, had a medical study published, and actually two of them by now, which said that the biggest use case, the biggest value of such a service is not that you're finishing your tasks, but that you are generating confidence. It's a cognitive effect that you get. You get the confidence to get out of your home and then you can do more. Ira at the end of the day is just a tool. But when you use these many tools that get you confidence, you feel that I can do something even more challenging. And the power to take on a new challenge with whatever tool that fits that task is uh, something that you would do. For the blind and low vision community, confidence is key. It's empowering, especially for someone who depends on others to perform daily tasks. In 2018, Iro was named one of Time Magazine's best inventions of that year. We obviously have a lot of stories, simple stories, daily stories, people opening and checking, is this a junk mail or a bill that I need to pay? Uh, someone sitting in their daughter's wedding in the front row who's now able to learn all the events that happened as the daughter walked to the podium and had their first kiss, getting those descriptions. We recently had a lot of people calling in and I was like, what's happening around there? Turns out it was the black hole that people were trying to get described. What does this black hole look like? And uh, I would have just said, you know, it's a circle, (laughs) but apparently they had much richer descriptions. Ira is already doing incredible things, but that doesn't mean it's done growing. In fact, Ira was selected as a solver in the recently concluded 2019 Community-Driven Innovation Challenge from MIT Solve. MIT Solve is an initiative of the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. The initiative advances lasting solutions from tech entrepreneurs who are addressing the world's most pressing problems. Ira as a service is going through incredible expansion, primarily driven by users telling other users, have you heard about this thing called Ira? People are using it and uh, we are expanding at a pretty fast rate. This year, Ira is committed to hiring 100 military spouses as agents. These spouses can work remotely from home while impacting the lives of Ira users. The team also aims to make the software free for users, which they already started doing last month. And they also want to bring Ira out into the world, making everyday experiences more accessible. If you go inside, let's say, a Walgreens, a Bank of America, a airport, Almost every company in the world goes towards being consumer-focused, making a better experience, and uh, they provide Ira as a free accommodation for users to walk in. And then that's when the incredible things start to happen. If you go to an airport, you don't have to sit in a wheelchair just because you're blind, because that doesn't make sense. You can just go on your own independently, go towards picking up your bag and then going to the cab area. But the fact is you are doing this independently. Ira helps users engage in everyday tasks, things that most people don't even think about. But 
What most people don't realize is that this helps both individuals and the economy. Usually what happens is a lot of people call their family members to go to a retail store to buy something for them. But now the users take a Uber or Lyft from home, go to a Walgreens, for example, or Wegmans, shop on their own. And now as they're shopping, they're discovering other things around them. So they actually pick a lot more. So the basket size is, you know, bigger. But the opportunity that you are getting to go and doing it on your own makes people go through that circular economy at the end of the day, participating in it. The world is a circular economy at the end of the day. When people participate, they make changes happen. And then, you know, we are all working together to make the world better. Through the service it provides, Ira also addresses the problem of unemployment. You know how most employers give you gym benefit or like some benefits around you. But now employers are providing Ira as an accommodation benefit. So if someone is blind, they can join a company, do their everyday tasks. And if they need a little bit of help, like, you know, joining all the receipts or if their computer has a blue screen of death and needs to be restarted, they can get Ira, you know, to help them out for a few minutes. When you have low vision or when you can't see at all, access to someone who could help you work on things could be life changing. The one story that I felt really fulfilling, and this speaks volumes, is uh, there's a blind parent, a father, who buys a gift from IKEA for her daughter on Christmas Eve. And uh, he is about to give it to her, but he has to assemble it first. And uh, it's Christmas Eve and it's still not opened up. And the daughter comes in and says, Daddy, Daddy, where's that gift that you bought? His daughter started crying because the gift wasn't ready. So he sent her to another room and waited for someone to come help him. Imagine having to wait for someone else to arrive just to finish something you yourself could do if you had a little help. Imagine how frustrating that must be. Believe me, this person is incredibly independent. He's the inventor of the most used Braille tablet in the world. So he is independent. And still he thought that I will have to wait for help. But as he waited, he realized he didn't need to. He remembered Ira. He wasn't ready to give up. Christmas Eve wasn't over just yet. And he said, to hell with it, I'm actually going to build it myself. So he calls in Ira, keeps the phone on the side. The agent looks at the furniture. He finds the specific instruction guide on IKEA's website and is now able to guide him in building it. And together, the agent and the person coming together, his name is Greg Stilson, they come together and they assemble that piece and get the job done. And the person then basically says that I am incredibly independent. And even I thought that I had something that might be an obstacle. And this basically proves that people should think of going for that challenge and just tackling it heads on. That's how you come out of your mold and get out. Just when he thought the story couldn't be more magical, someone else heard Ira's Christmas Eve story as Anirudh shared it during the MIT Solve Challenge finals in New York. MIT Solve brought, guess who? the CEO of IKEA. So that was just incredible. If you want to learn more about Ira, check out ira.io. That's A-I-R-A dot I-O. This episode was produced in partnership with MIT Solve. If you want to learn more about MIT Solve, please visit solve.mit.edu. All the links are in our show notes. As of this episode's airing, Anirudh is no longer with Ira, 
and has moved on to pursue new opportunities. If you love staying updated on inspiring stories like the one you just heard, please subscribe to our podcast. And if you love what you hear, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us out a lot. Also, check us out on social media and see what we're up to. We're Sincerely Human on Instagram and Human underscore Media on Twitter. That's it for today's episode. Remember, be good to one another. This show is produced by Human Group Media, an award-winning social good podcast company. Human Group Media works with thought leaders, brands, and organizations to inspire social change through the power of audio storytelling.